0: Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat, so you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos, or even things that
1: don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything.
0: Hey, Craig. They sucked at shooting the fourth quarter hole, but it's the same. Another bank job. It eats at your soul.
1: (laughs) Damn it. Uh, what a shit weekend
0: of basketball, dude! What and what? What is it with these fucking banked shots <laughs> in critical situations? For so- our
1: team, our team's play great defense in a in a critical situation, and then the other team banks into three, and it's like I'm watching that game, and I'm I'm just thinking like it, the the funniest part about it. I mean, I don't know, like it like it wasn't funny, but like the the thing about it that was just so like uh, just maybe like roll my eyes like the the uh analyst yeah. went on and on about, oh, what a big time shot, and I'm just like the fuck she overshot it about? by an
0: entire foot at least <laughs> if like, she if if like she, she was anywhere else on the court, it would have been an air ball.
1: She was not trying to bank it in like if this was exactly if this was uh you know two feet the other direction, that ball bangs off the side of the backboard and doesn't ever touch the rim like. Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, Terrible weekend. By the way, people may not know, we're talking about the end of the women's game against UCLA, which, man, 0-4, dude. Yeah, four
0: four games in Los Angeles, four losses. Um, This is podcast versus everyone. Um, Still recovering uh, from four consecutive days of watching uh WSU hoops teams uh lose in, in 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 varied fashions uh for the for the women yeah. pretty much the same way twice um
1: yeah I mean we got used to that for a lot of years and then uh you know we
0: thought you know this year's a little different right and well, maybe not. yeah but uh no. yeah let's 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 start let's start we'll talk about the men let's let's get that that one out of the way first um man I I I wish that UCLA could have missed a fucking shot in the first half. That would have been nice. But, yeah, that would have been cool. Um, yeah, Not playing it, Portland, it, it, State especially anymore. when they couldn't hit a shot against UW The next half, they the next game they played, but <laughs> I
1: know. Yeah, we you know, I kind of was like, um, I don't uh, think
0: U Dub's defense is that good. Uh, no, uh, suddenly yeah. they're gonna miss every shot. No, they we're making every single one. I
1: I also think there's a case be made that our defense is not very good right now. But yep, yeah, which but, is a
0: super bummer, super press yeah. kill there.
1: But at well, the same time, it's also sort of like your your defense can be bad and you're unlucky simultaneously. Like well, yeah, that, like, like like those you, don't have to be independent of each other.
0: You can leave guys open who normally shoot forty to forty-five percent on two pointers, and expect them to shoot forty to forty-five percent on two pointers, and they make eighty percent of them. That's right. Just not not fair. Like <laughs> you know, and then and then. Uh, uh, Tiger, uh, what's his last name? Campbell. Campbell, making every floater, every single, like, scraping floater. I mean, I guess that's probably how people are feeling about Bonton the
1: last few games. (laughs) I guess. I mean, you were like, he normally hits, you know, 50% of his jumpers, and I'm like, great, he's seven of eight right now. Yeah, right. And he's throwing these balls, like, you know, 15 feet in the air to get him over the outstretched arms of our seven-footers, and it's like swish. Like I mean, he he was like channeling, like seriously channeling, some Steph Curry. I mean, seriously, how many times do you see a guy score 16 points on eight two pointers? Yeah, actually, was it wasn't eight two pointers? It was. He had a couple. He hit a couple in there, threes too. in
0: but, the second half, which he which that's the more frustrating thing. Like, oh, no, you're hitting threes now too. Yeah. Like, so he
1: was five of six on twos and two of two on threes and no free throws. Like he didn't even try to get like he didn't try to get to the rim. Like that yeah. wasn't. Which Generally, that's, a, that's did, usually
0: his mo. He's not really yeah. a, to the rim guys, more, no, but to the middle short of the guy, lane. No, he's a short, crafty yeah.
1: dude. Like that's cool, but it's like, man, it's like, damn it, you know. And then, uh, and then the one dude, uh, Kaiman, who you know, who had has been in a shooting all funk. Year. Been a shooting funk. Of course, he. Uh, I don't know what he finished, but he was three for no, he was two for his first two, and then he, he was like one. three of six, I think. But yeah, so. but, but he yeah, hit his it, first two threes and. Well, yeah, you know, that's Zhuang hit one from mid court, basically. Like you're yeah. just like, whatever,
0: man. Like, oh, and then got a uh, they they got a a, a three point play foul at the end of the half.
1: Yeah, that wasn't uh uh was not a foul and it, yeah, whatever. I mean, it def- just, the
0: Cougs definitely got refed a little bit in both games. Yeah, down there, I it's you kind of forget that that's usually what happens, but um, yeah. Uh, on the road and and it, in L.A. in particular, it didn't um,
1: make any real difference in the outcome yeah, of but it's either still frustrating. game. It's still I irritating.
0: Mean, just from a from a psychological standpoint, for some reason, like thirteen at half, you know, you're like, okay, we kept it at thirteen, and then they get those three points, and it's like it's sixteen now. So yeah. all that you know, all that work, and the frustrating thing was in both games. They had stretches – well, USC, particularly the second half, but UCLA, they they had stretches of really good offense, like better than they've had for most of the season. Yep. And then USC was their best offensive game of the year.
1: Yeah, against the best defensive team they've played.
0: Yeah, the best defense they've played, (laughs) in particular in terms of strengths. um, They really attacked uh, the inside and and got – I'm, the names now, I you know, I, I it's like a it's like a I cram for an exam and then I just forget everyone <laughs> afterwards. Are you um, talking
1: about USC? Yeah Mobley, so, Evan yeah, Mobley,
0: Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley. got yeah, him in yeah. foul trouble, you know. Uh, Deshawn Jackson was working. I guess whatever the U- UCLA game. We're done talking about that. It was a piece of shit. I, I like, mean, it was just a shit show. Like, yeah, like like
1: UCLA just ran over that. By the way, and I think this I think this bears saying, and maybe this is like kind of. Both teams, but I think especially UCLA. I think UCLA is really fucking good. Like, well, they're, they're We can probably say with, about USC too, but UCLA, I think, has the ingredients to maybe be actually kind of special.
0: Well, they have this. They have all those wings, and so that was the thing. I guess. Fine. I said we're not going to talk about. It, we're talking about. it. So they yeah. have all those wings. They have all these six six wings, and they they all can score. And what we hit was a buzzsaw where all of them were scoring on the same day, yep. Like and and then Tiger Campbell was going nuts too, yep. And like so, Jordan Riley really didn't have to do much of anything, and he's the one that killed us last year at the end of the game, yeah. But but he yeah. So they have all these wings, um. I you know I they they beat Arizona, so maybe they can handle the size really well. The crazy thing is their best player is hurt. Right. And he's not coming back. No. And like if they had him
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. They,
0: I mean, they'd be like a potential top fifteen, top ten quality team if they had him. Yeah. They're still a potential top twenty type team.
1: I, I think they have the potential to be better than that. I mean they um you know, when they play defense, you know, they they're 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 a little scary. And and I and think they have a defensive coach. Yeah, and they have a defensive oriented coach, and I think there's something to be said for um, you know, I, I, I think their defense is improving. I mean, you look at, they held Colorado, Arizona state under one, uh, 1.0 1. point per possession, uh, Marquette under 1.0 point per possession. I mean, those are decent teams. I, I, and I don't know them well enough to know if they're, you know, sort of offense forward teams, but, um, you know, Arizona kind of shredded them pretty good. Washington kind of got after them pretty good. So maybe there's a consistency issue there, but, but they've got the talent to do. I mean, they they are long. I mean, they made they made life really really difficult for our offense. I mean, on both ends. That was a complete ass performance. That was it was a total beatdown.
0: Inherited some pretty bad defense. Um, Alford's last year, they were one thirty seventh and adjusted defensive efficiency. Ticked it up to one one twelve last year. Obviously, not like the improvement that WSC saw with Smith, but um, still, they have much better offense. And then, and then this year they've ticked it up to ninety one. And, and like you said, they they seem to they might be coming around more to the defensive side. Um, and yeah, they don't they're not big, but but they do have a lot of athletic wings. And and but but they had they rotate their two bigs in Riley and Hill. So yeah, they they have a potential to be to be solid like good enough because their offense is just so deep. Like they're so so deep on offense and that that's that's what really gave us trouble. Like there's just too many guys. And and Noah, I, I think he looked better against USC. I think he was still yeah, recovering looked a bit way better on Thursday. Against USC. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was not he was not well against UCLA, and that was pretty obvious. Uh, you know, like like good on him for being a gamer and going for it you know that's great uh you know wonderful job and and all that stuff but um you know it's it, it was gutsy but but not you know not real effective right and uh yeah it's i, I think that uh you know our fr- it's it's easy for it's. I think it's been a little too easy for our fans to just be like, ah, oh, our freshmen are awesome, and you know we're on this, da da da. You know, and there was all the tournament talking. I mean, we indulged in some of that, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, here's what you know would need to happen in order order for the the tournament to happen. Um, and and I think what we're seeing now is, uh, you know, what you and I have known all along, which is that you know freshmen. I mean, as excited as we are for these guys, um, it is really really hard. It's it's a really small number of freshmen that are truly truly able to be um, seamless impact players in their freshman year. Guys and, like Evan Mobley, who are five yeah, star recruits, who are exactly. going to the NBA next year. You're really talking like the top ten ish, maybe guys in a class, like yeah. maybe even less than that, honestly, um, of guys that are truly you know, impact, no, no transition needed. No, like they are just ready to step in and be awesome. Uh, learning curve, there's no learning curve, whatever. Um, it's, it's a group of somewhere between like eight and 15 guys in really any given year. Um, and these guys as great as they look like they, they will be and the potential and everything else. Um, I, I have a, it just kind of feels like these three games, Stanford, UCLA, USC, um, it, you know, it, it felt like they got an introduction to big boy college basketball, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I mean, it, it's funny. It's like, we look at, you know, we look at Fa and we look at Deshaun Jackson and, and you know, and they're, they're big dudes and they're athletic and, you know, and Vova's is a big guy and all that stuff. And then, and then you see a guy like, like Cody Riley, right. And, and you just look at him Yeah. and our guys aren't there yet. Right and and for three games now we've been watching. FA had a better game against USC. Um, Deshaun Jackson had a real nice game against USC, but you just saw like against uh, Stanford and UCLA, both Jackson and FA were were really ineffective. Um, I think that uh, what did Jackson have? He had zero points, I think, against Stanford, if I remember right. He got shut out.
0: Well, UCLA uh, particularly against FA um, doubled really well. Yeah,
1: they just doubled him like crazy use those really long wings to get after guys on the perimeter. And it was just, they're just, I mean, they, and they made, um, you know, they made Bonton work really hard, made everybody else work really, really hard. And, you know, guys, I think just weren't quite ready for the intensity. I think Bonton was ready. He knew what was coming. Uh, you know, having played against him a couple times last year, but, um, but I think the rest, I think the rest of the roster wasn't, wasn't quite ready. And, and I think they kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit. And, and I think that's where the USC game was nice. Um, yeah. you know, they, 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 you know, really played really, really well, um, offensively, probably about as well, honestly, in that second half as they can play. Um, yeah. you know, they fought super hard and, uh, really battled back. They got to within four a couple times late. Um, you know, they, they just couldn't, they, they really couldn't stop USC, but, um, but I think what you're seeing is, you know, they're, they're growing game by game and, you know, sometimes you got to get smacked around a little bit and then, you know, you figure some things out. And, um, I, I, I think that their learning curve and adjustment when they do have these rough games. Um, you know, honestly, they, you know, when we talk, if we're talking about Jackson and FA, um, I think they both play better against USC than I expected. I don't know about you, especially yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Um, I think we basically figured, geez, of all of, of, of these three matchups, USC was probably the one most likely to completely neutralize our front line. And it didn't happen. So, so that was, you know, that was encouraging to see. And um, even if they didn't win any games, I, I don't think the weekend was a total loss. And, and I think fans uh, should probably keep in mind that these are three teams that are almost certainly going to all be in the NCAA tournament, presuming there is one. Yeah, And, uh, and they're really good. And I think you, I think both UCLA and USC, have the potential to be special good. I I tend to lean in a little harder on UCLA because I have a lot more faith in Cronin uh, to, Mm -hmm. to, you know have a really good team um still still don't know what Enfield's doing i i mean i'm like dude you got you got those guys why are you zoning i mean i, I know that there was sort of a reason why um they had a weak link on defense that we were yeah. we were sort of Can extinct. we talk can we talk about we that? We totally for can. A second. But so, it's like but it's yeah. like if you're if you're any Enfield, like why are you and you got the like why like why the zone and their zone wasn't good either so it's just sort of like I don't know. Like I said, I said this last week on the show. I like I I don't have a I don't have a lot of faith in, and I don't have a lot of uh uh belief in Andy Enfield as a coach, but you know, they're they're very talented. So they could they're definitely like a second weekend team. Uh UCLA I think honestly I, I'm I'm not I don't feel weird saying I, I think they've got the potential to make a final four type run. I really I really think they're that that they have the potential to be that good.
0: Yeah. Um so but yeah, yeah go ahead
1: t- and talk t- about USC and so Noah so, Williams.
0: So it was funny at uh the whole reason they went in zone is because Noah was just destroying this Drew Peterson kid. Like just obliterating him like getting to the cup. Like I I think it was a couple possessions in a row he just took him to the took him to the the cup and and scored with ease and uh and was just talking shit up and down the floor. Um you know, you saw Peterson get a little, you know, he He's a talented offensive player, so he he hit a couple shots, but he also forced a couple that he missed, and there, he he's definitely getting it in his head. But then, of course, the refs are always watching Noah. He gets that tech, so there's two points. Um, you know, in, in a game that, like you said, they got to four, and then they had another that that call on Tony Miller that flagrant foul. Oh my god! It was bad enough that they called a foul on it. Like, okay, fine, you called a foul. It was one of those – But there you wasn't say, even a foul. You, you say it all the time. It was an assumed foul. Yeah. Um, But the guy just missed a dunk, um, and they gave him a break. Like, And so you, when you see it, Tony at most, gra- his hands grazed the guy's back, like, like would give him the chills or something. I don't know. So, like, and, I
1: wasn't listening to the broadcast. Like, did they ever say – and I realize some of this isn't even like they, they don't even hear these things now because they're so like the announcers are way away from the court. But like, did they did they say anything about what why it was the call? Why no. they called a flagrant? Well,
0: no, Don, Don McLean was li- like livid to the point of not talking. Um, he was so mad about it because uh, they thought it was ridiculous. So they so at first whoever's on play, I don't remember. He 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 tried to say that. You know, oh, it, it, is that little shove enough? And McLean's like, that's not even a shove. I don't, I don't even see a shove there. Um, and so they, they go to review it, and you're thinking, okay, they're going to look and see that they're idiots for even calling a foul in the first place. But no, they doubled down, doubled down, and called a flagrant one. And so two shots on the ball for USC, um, ridiculous, you know. And and then that, of course, leads to Smith getting another tech. Yeah. later because he's pretty damn tired of this shit yeah like um so you know especially after last week when i you can't when when the stanford player undercut noah williams i if that's not a flagrant foul then what the fuck is a flagrant foul exactly like if, if that's if that's a foul that's a foul with no intention of stopping the ball that's a foul with only intention of hurting a player if you review that and and don't call that a flagrant foul. And then you call a guy grazing his fingernails on someone's back, a flagrant foul. Like get the get out. Like this is broken. And I don't blame Smith for losing his lid and and getting called for a tech again because it's nonsense. Like, I, I, what what did what did uh, Noah feel in that moment seeing that play and then like no thinking like what the hell happened? You know, because we saw Noah tweeted after the game last week. Like he tweeted all caps exclamation point flagrant foul. That's like yeah. one of his tweets so yeah and we're lucky that he played this weekend I didn't even think he was gonna play and he played really well against USC yep and I mean he's a second half guy at this point I guess but uh but yeah that was just complete nonsense so you're looking at you know four points right there from that yep. tech and that, and that those flagrant free throws yeah um and it's you know in that game makes a difference uh you know with the refs you know going after Noah because he's you know talking shit to a poor little white boy, I guess. I don't know. Like I, I, players talk, talk shit to each other all the time. Like, what did he say? Yeah. Like, I, I like, I, I just can't imagine like, like why, why as a ref do you have to listen to that? Like, why does it even matter?
1: It may, you know, to be honest, some of it may be coming from the fact that there's no fans.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, if we're, if we're being completely honest about it, um, the fact that there are no fans in the stands means everybody hears everything. And, you know, officials have rabbit ears, you know, they just, they, they hear things. And, um,
0: but that's the thing where the the official has to choose to want to listen to that because yeah. oh, I he, totally he was, agree. he was staring right at them yeah. and like looking at Noah's mouth and like just waiting. He was itching to call yeah. the tech. Yeah. And like so he had made a predetermined – he had predetermined that he was going to call a tech on Noah. It was just gonna wait for him to say it. And yeah. It's like it's like, okay, like guys, like talk crap both ways all the time. Noah is obviously, you know, that Gary Payton type where he's talking it all the time. But it's still like it's it's a basketball thing, man. Yeah. I don't know. If maybe it's, he was it's silly. Like maybe he was saying something hyper offensive. I don't know. Like <laughs> maybe
1: like, but I don't know, man. It's 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 a bummer that um you know, that that came into play. It's it's
0: it definitely came. They got two points they got those two points like right when WSU was making a move. Yeah. Put a real damper on a run and you know, yeah. it's
1: it's hard once you start getting a rep. I mean, we all know that. Um you know, it's it's it can be tough to shake a rep and to be honest, I kinda like I kind of thought maybe Noah was shaking that a little bit. Um you know, early in the year. I we mean look the guys being, yeah. yeah, the guys who officiate the non conference games are the same guys who officiate the conference games. So um early in the year, you know, he wasn't didn't seem to be getting a lot of those, you know, ticky tack foul calls. <clears throat> um you know didn't wasn't getting flop calls like he got last year was was drawing some charges like like honestly it seemed like all right you know maybe maybe this is going okay and and now it just seems like yeah no it's back you know now when we're playing Arizona and Stanford and UCLA and USC now all of a sudden oh he's he's talking too much and and that's a problem or um you know whatever so it's it's frustrating um i you know i i am honestly i'm a little surprised uh, that Smith has gotten teed up a couple times, um, I know he 's fiery, like I know that yeah. about him for sure like there 's no doubt about that he 's definitely a fiery guy, um, he definitely uh, is an emotional guy um, wears his emotions on his sleeve i think that 's part of the reason why his players you know love playing for him, and <laughs> I also 'm a little surprised that he lost his composure a couple times on on the ref so um, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty decent, um, I, I think it's a pre- maybe a pretty decent approximation of just how bad <laughs> he feels like they're being treated right now because, um, I, you know, he, well, I mean, plenty like, of we, opportunities to get teased last year and he didn't. So we,
0: we, we've seen it with F, uh, F A where they just at, they've, they, they, they seem to have corrected that a little bit, but they were just calling so many assumed fouls on yep. him. it's it's refs calling.
1: You know, we we joke about this all the time. It's refs calling what they think they're going to see rather than what they really actually saw, you know, and so they anticipate a thing that's coming and then they blow their whistle rather than just actually watching the whole thing go through. You know, they they blow their whistle the millisecond. It looks like the contacts about to happen, Um, you know, instead of actually thinking. You know, hey, let me let me kind of watch this through, and then I can make a decision afterward. And you know, and then of course they also love uh, their charge calls uh, forever and ever and ever. And you know, it's I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too far on the refs because it's, it's not like not like the refs are the reason why it happened. But uh, yeah, but it always it, it's it is always it, it's always super annoying. Um, I, I think if we talk a little bit about what's actually going on on the court, that's that's troublesome and problematic. Um, turnovers, I think are kind of the big one right now. Yeah. turnovers. Uh, we've given the ball away a ton and we're not taking away really
0: ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's double. Those two things are a rough
1: combination.
0: Yeah. And turnovers we've seen multiple times directly negatively impact the defense. You know, they're, they're giving up transition buckets because of it. Uh, Cause they're doing, you know, they're, they do like an, an annoying amount of live ball turnovers and stuff. And, Uh, even though the steal percentage is not, uh, it's pretty high, I guess. Yeah. 10%. Um, but yeah, so they're giving away too many live ball turnovers and and plus it, you know, just bad passes and, uh, you know, just things that just don't need to happen often. It's like a guy trying to make a play too much. Um, and it's not like, it's not Bonton all the time. Like people, you know, people see Bonton most of the time because he's the one that has the ball but man like you know yakimovsky's really struggling with that his turnover rate is very high uh you know abigidi um with his uh um you know his post moves sometimes it can go a little haywire um tony miller is just a turnover machine when he's in the game uh tj bomba uh there's just a lot of guys uh that have been struggling um turning the ball over and it's kind of endemic at this And it's 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 frustrating because like there's you know you you just like if you see them in stretches when they don't give it away, and and it, and they just do so well like when they don't because it it impacts them on both ends.
1: Well, yeah, and I and mean it, it's it's the only play where nothing good can happen, and it also puts you at a disadvantage coming back the other direction. Like yeah, if it's a live ball, yeah. If it's, if it's a live ball, which a lot, a lot of them are. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like their ten percent of their possessions. One out of every ten possessions ends with a uh, uh, the opponent stealing the ball. That's bad. That's yeah. really, really, really bad. Um and then another eleven percent of the possessions end with other kinds of turnovers. Yeah, we're, like,
0: we're seeing twenty one percent almost turnover rate right now. It's just not almost twenty two
1: uh, in um, conference play. In conference oh yeah,
0: play, in conference play, twenty one and a half. The worst. So they're not. They're the worst giving the ball away on a on a percentage basis in conference play, and they're the worst at taking the ball away. Yeah. So it's just that's It's
1: like an Ernie Kent situation. Like, how
0: are you ever going to win? doing no. that, you know. It's tough. And especially,
1: and then, I mean on defense, it's tough to come up with, you know, empty possessions and and frankly they're not defensive rebounding very well right now. Yep. Um so when you put those two things together, when you're not uh getting those, you know, zeros on on turnovers on defense and then, you know, you're giving up too many offensive rebounds, it like it, at at some point it doesn't it's not that it doesn't matter. I mean it matters, but at some point that really 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 mitigates. Uh, your shooting defense, because even if you hold them to a missed shot, like uh, you know, they're getting a lot of offensive rebounds, and even if you know if you're not forcing very many turnovers, then they're just they're getting more shots, and those shots have an opportunity for an offensive. Re- I mean, it's like you know, it's not like you have to build a defense on turnovers, but you kind of need to be at least passable on both ends. And and right now we're just not like we're, we're turning it over a ton and we're not taking it away. And that, that has, uh, that has a pretty tremendous effect on, on, you know, on both sides. And, um, so I'd like, I'd like to see that improve. Um, you know, it's a, kind of a tall task uh, coming up this weekend, especially playing Colorado a couple times, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, between, uh, playing Colorado back to back Saturday and Wednesday, uh, this weekend and next week, Uh, you know, to make up for the game that was, that was uh, postponed. But um, you know, that, that would seem to be a place to start. The problem is, I don't know. I mean, I know that the turnover percentage defensively could change if they shifted some things philosophically, but I don't think they really want to do that because they've got, you know, the, they've got big athletic, big men, and, and they're really sort of built around that two point defense right now offense turnovers man i you know you would think that's a thing that would get better with experience but you know we've we've said that with other teams and you know guys don't really get better because maybe they're just not well, yeah, great and, ball and handlers
0: the older guys are the ones that are on a percentage basis in in terms of the percentage of you know their usage taking care of the ball better you know Bonton and williams and coons even when he plays yeah. i mean not county miller but I, he's just it, his his aggressive mentality leads to kind of a feast or famine type of thing. So right. it's, um, but yeah. So yeah, it, freshmen typically have pretty high turnover rates unless you know you're Charlize Ledger Walker. But it, it's <laughs> uh, but it's it, so it's not surprising that a lot of these no. guys are are loose with the ball. It's 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 just hard, like you said, when when we're not get get taking the ball away and right and we're not rebounding that well and so uh that that's it's it's hard too with the rebounding because it's just like you seem like we'd have the bodies yep um and and you know deshaun doesn't i i'm surprised that deshaun doesn't have a higher rebounding percentage because he doesn't go for block shots really um as much as like fa does I mean, he blocks shots, but he's not the kind of like rim protector as much as he. He usually gets some kind of one-on-one defense more often, but um, it's it's just you know the 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 bigs outside of FA. There's not like a a really good defensive rebounder, yeah. and and so it's and so if FA is and going really for missing the block, CJ, yeah, definitely missing CJ there because if you had that if you had that wing crashing who could pull down yeah. boards like him. Um, you know, that, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, so.
1: Noah Williams, isn't a great defensive rebounder. Uh, Yakimovsky's maybe not as good of a, of a rebounder as I, as I might've hoped. Yeah. You know, they just don't, you know, even Vova doesn't rebound a lot of, a lot of defensive misses. Um, he gets his hands on a lot of offensive rebounds cause he's just so big and he's around the basket. And yeah. you know, so he can kind of get his hand on anything that's around the basket. Um, but you know, defensively, it's it's kind of what you know. We've talked about this with FA, like um, these, the you know the concept of out of zone rebounds, right? The ones that yeah. don't drop right into your hands. Like, can you go get a rebound? And right now, we just kind of, you know, he's he's kind of it, and and he's his defensive rebound has even ticked down quite a bit in conference play. Yep. Um, it's still twenty percent is still twenty one percent, still really good. Uh, But it's not dominant. It it was pretty dominant during non-conference play and it's it's not which is to be expected. But, um, you know, they just that's that's a little bit of a struggle. And and it's interesting that, you know, we kind of pinpointed that as a little bit of a struggle early. And then it seemed to kind of fix itself a little bit. and, And now it's now it's kind of back. So, I don't know. I mean, these are all things. These are all things they got to get better at. Um, the, the one thing they don't have to get better at is Isaac Bonton being awesome.
0: Yeah, this the, I want to talk about that too. I guess going forward, That's really encouraging. Bonton's basically playing the best ball of his life right now. Um, I cannot against, fathom
1: that he has ever played better than this at any. Yeah, level.
0: and and against and against the uh, the best defenses, you know, against USC and Stanford, really like playing out of his mind against Arizona, he played really well. Um, you know, Cal and UCLA aren't great defenses, but still are defenses that he definitely would have struggled with before, but you know, he's hitting, you know, he's hitting his twos. Like he's, he's hitting jumpers. He's actually finishing at the rim and then he's hitting threes at a very high rate. You know, I wouldn't expect him to keep hitting threes at that rate, but if he, I I do think he could definitely be like a 40% three point shooter.
1: I mean, he's only a tick above 40%.
0: Yeah. You know, he's at but but 40, I mean like in the 44%. last like, in the last three games he's yeah. like or last games. i I'm just saying games, in conference he's... play. Yeah, but that yeah that's from the first two, but if you look at the last three games, he's like Yes. See, he's just uh, yes. unreal. Yes, um absolutely. but uh you're still missing those free throws. though. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the hell is that? I d I like, don't know. It's I still don't send me. him back to rehab.
0: Yeah. Send him seriously. back to rehab. Um but yeah, he's hitting every other damn shot. I can't hit free throw. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely you know, he still, you know, makes plays occasionally where you're like dude do something else but but at the same time he's he's definitely playing way more under control looking for more quality shots and he's hitting them too and yeah he only had two turnovers against usc and that's with like he was dominating the ball against usc and he had the ball most of the time and he was putting himself in like stress situations where turnovers can happen and he wasn't turning them over um, so yeah he's definitely just coming around and it, this happens with seniors you know like they uh, we've 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 seen seniors just yep just click it just click yep. for them when they're not like the high highly regarded coming in like yep. sometimes it just takes a while for it to click and yep. I and I listened to um a little bit of Kyle Smith talking to Matt Chasno today on his coach's show and he was talking about a bonton he was just like they were just getting frustrated because they, they see it in practice and they know he can do it and he was just playing so poorly at, at the start of the season and and uh, and and so and just given off of, you know, how he played at times last year, you can, at, at some point, you're like, okay, this is who this guy is. Like, he's just going to be a low efficiency, high volume guy that we just kind of need someone to take a shot once in a while, right? But now it's like, yeah, let's have him take a shot because he in conference play. Um, he's
1: his numbers are so bonkers. It's
0: bar- like he's playing the most minutes in the conference. He he is taking the highest percentage of shots, so he's taking the most shots in conference play, and he's taking the third most highest usage um, in terms of a percentage of possessions that end with him, and and he's a, almost a one ten. That's nuts. A ten percent above you know, basically an average offensive player at that level of usage, his assist rate, he's assisting at a high rate too, man. I mean, let's be,
1: let's be real and put this in terms that like, okay. So we, I mean, we always throw around a ton of numbers. Like, let's put this in context. This is clay Thompson production.
0: Yeah. I mean, like that's,
1: I I don't know a better way to describe it to people other than to say what he is doing right now is clay Thompson production
0: but with assists too like it's uh, i mean clay thompson had assists his his final year his junior year too but um so i I, they don't have the conference only play like numbers for clay but but clay was definitely at those like level of usage and so um and efficiency and, and, and efficiency so yeah like his his junior year and so and and so he's definitely he's playing at a like I say, you know he's all conference right now. Absolutely, like if yeah. they if they voted today, like he better be on that team because he. Yeah. I can't imagine there are many players playing better than him at the at just the high rate and high number of minutes that he is playing. Like it's crazy. He's only at eighty percent minutes for the whole year because he missed an entire game. Otherwise, he might be ninety percent for a whole yeah. year, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and he doesn't playing. seem to get tired. No, he's yeah. We talked about it last week. I was worried about it, but man, he just. Motors and motors and motors, and just yep. never quits. He has, he just, he has that competitive yep. fire, and and that's what you know. Last year, after the Oregon State game, the Clay Day game, which uh, you know that was, I think it was yesterday, the one day anniversary, which is nuts. It feels like a decade ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but he, you just saw when he locks in, when he wants to, like when he is, he gets that fire. Like he wanted to put on a show, and he did. And now he he's in conference play and he's basically playing every game like he did in that Oregon State game and it's it's really fun to watch. He's very fun to watch if you have any like if you're you're tired of him, if you're sick of watching him play um, and, and I get it, and I get it like he was just not good for so long this year. Um, but what he has done against some really good defenses in the last five games, like is just so so impressive um really since the second half of the Arizona game really turned it on and he's it, it, just you just gotta appreciate a guy playing at this level because it's it's not it's it's unique it doesn't happen very often and like and by the way he can come back next year yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe he wants maybe he doesn't want to maybe he wants to go play pro ball yeah somewhere, but and he definitely but maybe can, he didn't. but, but, but yeah, like he can come back next year if he wants to. And and he's definitely yeah. hitting his stride right now
1: for Alma Bonton haters out there. It's time to
0: let it go. Just let it go, man. Just let it go. If WSU does, like if WSU turns it around, you know, also we also talked about, man, that Arizona loss really, really, really oh, hurts right now. Cause yeah. they'd be three and three in conference. And it would feel a lot better. Everything would feel so different. With two games against Colorado coming, Uh, you know that Utah game we'll we'll talk about now. That you know, so they got coming up. They got Utah two against Colorado. So probably they'll play. They'll have played one of them by the time we talk again. So we'll have a little bit of um, you know. Although you know, a a game at Colorado this this year, I pretty much (laughs) whatever. Especially this year with the team they have this year, it's just no. They're not losing there. It's not going to happen. But. but yeah, so Utah definitely a winnable game, absolutely winnable. Yep. Um, you know, they play uh they they they're like they're there's they don't have like the mismatches, I would say. Like Timmy Allen is really good. Um, but he I mean, he's not shooting that well right now, so he's probably going to hit like 10 threes against us. I don't know. Probably. Um
1: but he makes his money on the inside. And yeah, that's absolutely. that's where this. Yeah, that's where this game is going to get interesting, because you go, OK, you know, this is strength on strength. Right. Where
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, their offensive strength is is two point shots. You know, they don't shoot a lot of they don't shoot and a, not turning the ball over so and not turning just, the ball just over.
0: Probably just not going to turn the ball over in that game. Yeah. So they
1: don't shoot a ton of you know, they don't shoot a ton of threes because and partly because it seems like they're quite bad at it. Um, and then their twos, uh, you know, they, they are the second best team in conference play on twos. So um and that's that's with playing UCLA, USC, Oregon and Colorado. <laughs> their first four conference give out other than the first one to open the yeah year. i
0: wouldn't take their i well i mean that cow loss is bad 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 anyone losing a yes. cow this year it's bad like that's, yes at home at home that at home just that just doesn't make sense to me Ugh. i like was bradley back or no 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 he wasn't like what I have no idea how that happened. I didn't watch it. That just makes no sense to me. Yeah, um,
1: real inconsistent team. It looks like. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know when they, they are good, they're schedule. good. When they're bad, they're real bad. They got you know mollywott by BYU, lost by two to UCLA. Now that was kind of though when UCLA was just kind of starting to figure some things out. Um, you know, but then lost by eighteen to USC. Lost by six. That to was Oregon. the UCLA
0: game like New Year's man. Eve? Yeah, I was. That was right after Smith got hurt. Might have been. Like it was like the. It, yeah. it, it was the game he got hurt. I want to say. Oh yeah,
1: it might have been. You're right. Yeah, because he only
0: played 22 minutes in that game, so I'm pretty yep. sure that's the game he got yep. hurt in.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and then you know they, you know, seven point loss to Colorado. You know, okay, and then they beat Stanford, and you're like, well, shit. You know they beat Stanford. Yeah, how do you and then, how do
0: you have a weekend like it's just not that you then have a weekend against the Bay Area game, Bay Area teams, know, and man. you beat Stanford and you lose to Cal. Yeah, I don't. know. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. I have to go I'm back not even Los- going to try and figure it out. And I, yeah, you know it's college basketball and, and it's also college basketball in a very weird yeah. year. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, they. I mean, they're they're pretty. They uh, they they're, they're pretty. Deep team i want to say like they use a lot of guys um it looks like it pretty pretty really timmy allen's
1: the only guy who plays heavy minutes
0: yeah yeah everyone else is kind of a you know there's some starters that you know play more of like big man type minutes not not like full game type minutes um but yeah offensively for the cougs these three games both Colorado and Utah force a lot more turnovers than any of the teams that WSU has played in the previous three games. Um, so you're kind of like, hold your breath, like, man, if we're turning the ball over against teams that really aren't trying to take the ball away from us, right? Uh, what's it going to look like against teams that are trying? And we've seen in the past, you know, we saw against, um, what was the, uh, was it te- one of the te- Portland State that played pressure D um, full court? And a couple of the teams, they played full court, and, and they struggle with those. Um, so, you know, you kind of worry there. Um, but Utah, not they're not, like, amazing on anything really on defense, but they are pretty good at forcing turnovers, and they are pretty good at limiting uh, free throws. Um, we have come to be far less reliant on free throws in conference play. It seems our offense is actually better when we don't rely on free throws. Um because that means they're probably shooting better. Uh, I do like I do like that Utah is not a very good defensive rebounding team cuz when when this squad wants to grab o-boards, they can't. Like they they with FA and Deshaun and and Vova and then, you know, you know, um, some of their guys are they're, they're very good offensive rebounders. And so that might be a, a a place for WSU to kind of nudge up the efficiency in this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Colorado looks super tough. Uh, Uh, They,
0: uh, so yeah, they're they're good at a lot of things. So WSU gets two games in a row against probably the best, like one of the best teams in the conference, the best highest rate of Kempom, the men do. And then the, the women get two in a row against Stanford coming up soon too. So like, (laughs)
1: Play the, play what, the what, Imperial what, Death March.
0: Yeah, but so yeah, Colorado. Uh, like I, I'm glad we have the first one at home. Yep. Um, but yeah, McKinley Wright is annoying. Like I feel like he's been in college for a hundred years, and he's he's just always gotten a little bit better every year. He was good as a freshman, and he's just been good every other year. Like I, I guess this year he's gotten just more efficient um
1: a lot more efficient
0: yeah particularly it looks like his turnovers really have ticked down like it and he's making a lot more twos but his his kind of one bugaboo was turnovers before and he's not really turning the ball over much this year um yeah, he's just yeah. really good. Really tough to stop. It's
1: that it's that senior thing you were talking about. Yeah, it's just like I mean, you, know, you play long enough, and
0: the dude is six foot tall and he's shooting sixty percent on his two pointers. That is incredibly yeah. annoying. I looked at his at the rim numbers too. He's like at like sixty five percent at the rim. Like, it's well, and he, and he
1: doesn't um, draw a lot of fouls either. Yeah, like just... typically when you see that, you see a guy who draws a lot of fouls, and he doesn't, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, he's he's gonna be a tough guard. I'm guessing Bonton's gonna be guarding him, so Bonton's gonna have a tough guard. Yeah, there. maybe Noah. Yeah, maybe Noah just to kind of to kind of maybe hope the the length gives him trouble. Yeah, they, maybe they got a real good freshman that comes off the bench. Um, you know, that's how you'd want to use your good freshman because he's Jabari Walker. I looked at me. You know, he's pretty highly rated, but about as highly rated as like Deshaun Jackson or Andre Iakamowski. But, you know, it'd be a lot better for those guys if they were coming off the bench 35% of the minute, you know. Right. Coming off the bench <laughs> on a for really good team. 18 minutes a game or whatever, you know. Yeah. And he's just been really good, and he'll probably give us trouble off the bench. You know, he's 48% on threes, 56% yeah. on twos. Like, just nuts. I think
1: what I'm most excited to see is uh, watching our, uh, our big men contend with Evan Batty. Yeah. And hopefully none of them end up getting squished by him this year.
0: Oh, man. Just he was. These these wide – where can WSU get one of these guys? These, like, wide 6'8", <laughs> 6'8", six, six, six,
1: dudes who are as wide as like they are Like Jordan tall.
0: Riley, Evan Batty. These just wide yeah. dudes. These, these <laughs> not big, but – well, not tall, but wide. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, they normally associate with, like, the mid-majors. They always got these guys. But then when you got to get, like, Batty, who's more talented than you'd find yeah. in those ones. Um, yeah, he was rough last year. He's just going to – he's just going to be a bug He's super low. annoying. Yeah.
1: I don't like watching him play. Maybe other people do. I, maybe other people have a soft spot for overweight, you know, shortish big men. Um, there, he's annoying.
0: Their seven footer hasn't played in a long time, um, so I don't know if he's still hurt. You, you always, you never get the update on the injuries for these guys, unless right. you're like a super, super following the team. Yeah. Um, so he, so you know, I, hopefully he doesn't play again. Um, cause he, he is uh he could be a bother. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they're just, I don't think it really matters though. Like they're, they're a lot like, you know, UCLA and that they just have a lot of dudes that can fill it up yeah, and they can end- crash the glass yeah. and they
1: turn the ball over. They, sorry, they don't, don't turn, the, turn ball the ball over, over. and yeah. they turn you
0: over. Um, they rebound well, yeah. both ends. Um, you know they
1: force they force a lot of my, my guess is this so they're with their turnover situation on defense they don't force a lot of steals they're they're like ninth yeah. in conference playing steals but uh, second in non steal turnovers and they are eleventh in average possession length on defense so I'm guessing they get you know they they sort of grind you down yeah. on defense until you have to right. you know make a decision either you throw it away or you have a shot clock violation or or whatever. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing that's what they do. So, uh, definitely going to be interesting to see, you know, how we, how we try to attack things. Their shooting defense isn't great. Uh, it's not bad, but it's, it's pretty middling overall. Um, and they don't block a lot of shots. So they really just kinda, they just kinda grind you and yeah. make you execute. Um, they don't and, you let know, you if get you can execute. You can get a bucket, but if you don't, you're, you're not, you're, you're, you're not only, uh, not gonna you you're, you're going to have some turnovers but you're also not getting an offensive rebound they they're crazy good on the defensive glass too and they don't put you on the line so they really don't give you any of the easy stuff um you know that that sort of sustains a lot it's, of offense it's pretty
0: interesting they give up uh as a percentage of points uh the most points on two pointers in conference play so far which I which doesn't super vibe with like their some of their other Stuff so um, I'm curious. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some uh, um, some of their kind of uh, their hoop math data here uh, just to see you know what the percentage of shots they give up at the rim. What you yeah. know if they, if they're just forcing a lot of mid range and so teams are just making a lot of mid range shots because that's all they have because uh, overall their defense is, is good. Well, they're
1: not real tall. I yeah. mean that's that's part Especially of it. They're Not real they, tall. You know, they don't block a lot the, of shots. Been without the seven footer. Um, yeah, been... without Walton. You know, they're not real tall, they don't block a lot of shots. No relation to Bill, by the way.
0: <laughs> it would take you one second to figure that out, but like there's no and relation to Bill.
1: They uh, it looks like they do a pretty good job chasing teams off the three point line. So um, you know, they they really funnel you in to a spot where So they're you know, actually you can...
0: not very good defense at the rim. They yeah. they they have fifty six percent field goal percentage at the rim, which is not, I mean, that, that sounds not a lot, but in Graham's scheme of things, like people miss a lot of shots at the rim. Like WSU gives about, about 50%, like 49 to 50%. Um, so 56% is putting you way in the bottom half, like well into the bottom half of, com, yeah. like, of college basketball. And they actually give up uh, 39% of their shots at the rim. So teams, they, that is probably where you can, you can find some, kind of unguarded shots at the rim with them. And so hopefully maybe this is it, you know, if, you know, if we look theoretically at the possibilities of an upset, what does it look like? You know, right. I, it's always, always going to have a high percentage of three pointers hit always, always. Yeah. And then I think you'll see if, if we're pulling an upset here, which would be a huge, huge, huge upset, Given like in terms of Ken Palm, like they're, they're 13th and we are 129th. That doesn't happen very often, even the home, even at home. But um, you're probably going to see like Deshaun have a big game down low, and Vova and Fa like have you know just fine buckets down low. Maybe maybe uh, uh, Bonton can can get to the rim and, and score a few times. Maybe maybe Bomba or someone can and Noah can can exploit that as well. Um, that's what it's going to look like. They're going to have to make a high percentage at the rim you know, probably like 60 to 65, 70% at the rim, and then they're probably going to have to hit like 35, you know, 40% from three. And And some other weirdness. I mean, you know, maybe turnovers. Like keep the turnovers under 20 probably, 20%. Um,
1: Keep the turnovers low. Uh, You know, maybe you get lucky with some offensive rebounding. Um, You know, I mean, those kinds of things, you're just, you're going to need a little help probably in those ways, their, their defense is really dependent. It looks like on choking out shot volume. Yeah. Um, and that's, which is by the way, a really, (laughs) a really sound strategy, you know, taking the ball away a little clean up the defensive glass. I mean, actually that was, um, that was the recipe for WSU last year. Uh, when, when they were particularly, you know, they were undersized around the rim uh, Which Colorado and not, it is now, yeah. yeah. And they were not good at, you know, defending the paint. They were not good at defending a lot of things, but what they did was they took the ball away. Um, and they were really good on the defensive glass with CJ. Um, they didn't put you on the line that much. And it's, you know, you can do wonders if you, even if you were allowing the other team to make shots, um, you can do wonders by making sure they never get a second chance or well, that they never get the first chance.
0: The, the one that, you know, the, the little bit of hope, you know, like one team that has really shredded them, uh, offensively is Arizona and Arizona's huge and we're 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 big too and so hopefully maybe you know the bigness is, is the key to unlocking them because they are really not big and and that was even when they had Walton Arizona shredded them they're they're probably I don't know I don't know I don't know what his injury was he could be back but even if even with him it's him and then everyone else is under six eight so yeah um someone's gonna be one of our 610 dudes is going to be checked by a six, seven guy. And, and so, um, you know, hopefully we can exploit that in some way. And, and you know, maybe the way that Arizona did, a, I don't know. They, but of course, Arizona. Yeah. So Arizona was 22 of 40 on two pointers in that game and eight of 17 on three. So, yeah. So that, that's, that's the only, you know, I'm looking at it, cause they really haven't been, uh, you know, shredded, uh, uh defensively that much um but Arizona definitely Which is, not is a huge surprise Yeah Arizona is definitely the outlier and and yep. what Arizona is the outlier on their schedule is the biggest team that they've played so Yeah it, well us, yeah. I guess USC is the biggest team they've played and they did just fine against them so Yeah I don't know man I'm just trying <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to find yeah. you know if what an upset looks like I yeah. don't. It, truthfully, I don't think they're going to win either of those games. But what you know, yeah. I, I mean, against Colorado, I definitely think they can beat Utah. Definitely um, can beat Utah. That, that, it that, sure
1: would be nice to get that one.
0: Yeah, because if you don't, you're you're pretty much
1: staring down a six very long losing, losing
0: streak. streak. And uh, that gets, we really that gets really need thing. to get that Utah one. It's gonna be. I'm probably gonna be like way too amped for that. You know, like a the 74 versus 129 team on Ken It's gonna be like super amped. For that game, because it's just like, we got to get this one, please. Yeah,
1: basically a coin flip.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, that would be a good one to get. By the way, before we before we take a break and move on, I do want to point out um, that, you know, what I said about USC and my faith in Andy Enfield. Uh, USC, I, ju- I am seeing now, lost to Oregon State tonight.
0: Of course they did. So, oh, my God. I, I just, <laughs> I'll
1: just... Uh, I'm not I'm not going to go any deeper into that cuz we've talked about them enough but but I I rest my I rest my case on Andy Enfield. So
0: 58 points. Sorry. 56 points.
1: They they should be scoring more points than they are. They should not lose to Oregon State. So, not a lot of faith there, Mr. Well,
0: if well, if you want to if you want to feel like good about a potential upset, although Taboe is a much better coach than Andy Enfield, I would assume um you uh, know. yeah I uh agree with that but uh um that was oregon after that win 153 even after beating usc and, and who is number 20 now yeah so hey shit happens it's called it basketball. does
1: it does and hey we beat colorado last year we did national and champs
0: that was a pretty that was actually a pretty big upset in, in terms it was of, uh, it was a huge upset yeah yeah yep and they unexpected
1: for sure. So, yeah.
0: can CJ come back for this
1: game? <laughs> I think I think honestly and I guess maybe this is my final thought. Like I think being back home is going to be great. Like, oh, yeah. I think they're going to feel have got a team love. full of freshmen, no Ryan Rapp, no DJ Rodman. And I think I, – I have no uh, inside knowledge on this, but just reading the tea leaves, it sure seems like and, – and maybe Smith talked about this in his press conference today because I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Um, but it certainly seems like those guys were trending toward being back this weekend. Um, and that would make a really massive difference. They just – they're sophomores. They, they've been around, they've played a little more you know, steady hand for Ryan Rapp. I know, I know that his, uh, his turnover rates, not great overall, but that is just, I, that's to me, that's kind of a, a, a quirky math thing, mostly just cause he never shoots. Yeah. Like, so there, there's no frivolous shots to kind of
0: push yeah, so that. He's handling the ball a lot, but he doesn't, he's get handling a, like... the
1: ball a lot. And the percentage looks bad, but it's because he's not, There just aren't enough frivolous shots in there to kind of uh, tamp down the the percentage in terms of the possessions that he's using. So, anyway, having him handle the ball, I think, would be beneficial. Having him on defense, I think, would be a really big deal. Yeah, I really hope he's back. I, I just now. think that, yeah. I mean, I I think you know T.J. Bomba, you know, going to be a really nice player someday. Just I, I he's just not ready yet for these for this many minutes. Um, defensive breakdowns, mm-hmm. you know, turnovers. Yeah, he can uh, look shots, really really like, good, and then he can look yeah. really really bad. I mean I I I I am extremely excited about his future as as particularly as a, as a as a dribble penetrator um we we just typically don't have guys with his physical profile at the guard spot you know that are able to really uh, get in the lane and 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 do some physical things um you know once he kind of figures that out and then defensively he's you know he's he's kind of a mess right now like like a lot of guys um, and that was pretty obvious last weekend. So I, I think if we can get a couple guys back in there like Rap and Rodman who um, are going to be, you know, ha- guys who have been in the system for a year who are going to do, you know, make the sound plays. Um, I, I, I truly think that'll shore up a lot. And then, like I said, being home, I think, um, you know, I, I think he- it makes I, I think it does make a difference. And hopefully
0: Bonton just keeps it going.
1: Yeah, I, I would really hate it if he wasted all of his awesomeness on on a bunch of losses. Yeah,
0: that would be a moment. <laughs> so, just just keeping us from losing by four. Yeah, every game. yeah. I mean,
1: thank you for thank you for saving our Ken Palm ranking. Yeah, the I don't
0: the, know. The, the, uh, the Marcus Moore, you yeah, know, like <laughs> performance for you know that's yeah. a see how many of our listeners get that reference, yeah. but yeah, not um, many, I don't think. Nah. Uh, yeah, let's uh, – let's yeah, again, we're just talking for way too long about <laughs> – before we go to break. But, yeah, let, let's go to the break, and then we'll talk about the women's hoops team. All right, we're back. All right, well
1: – Another depressing weekend.
0: Well, let, let me talk about this beer I'm drinking. Just because you're not drinking beer, you weird Yeah, out. I know.
1: I didn't make it out to Tacoma this weekend either. I know. Then, to get
0: the – the beer
1: the special gift
0: but i uh i got i have a i have another tasty one another barrel barley wine which i i like to go to a lot this one's in a nice little 12 ounce can from threes brewing in uh brooklyn okay. uh it's called sound of exclamation uh yeah barley wow. wine nation bourbon barrels great body on this real like it's a real it's kind of a sweeter barley wine a lot of like raisin in there um some good like yeah real good real good like sweet caramelly notes. It's very tasty um, threes is uh is in like I said in Brooklyn. I've been to the brewery. It was after I had a lot of beers at other half, which is pretty close by. It's like about a little less than a mile away. was they're not hard to get between the two and uh I went to threes. I had beers there and I had food there. I can tell you, I don't. I don't remember a lot about it because uh, I, I may have had a few beers at other <laughs> half brewery before no. going. Um, I was having a good time that night. Um, I miss my work trips to New York City; those were a lot of fun. I will tell you, like there is, you know, New York City and San Francisco probably too. You just the, the fun of those cities in, in terms of craft beer is just a, like there. There, there are more breweries in New York now, like in the actual city. And some really really good ones, but like threes and like other half. But but man, the beer bars are just on every corner. You just have these like beer bars with insane tap lists like that because like everyone who can distributes to New York, and so they they distribute everything, and so they just have like, these tap lists of like the greatest beers you'll ever see. And uh yeah, I miss miss those trips in New York uh, yeah. where I just like uh, you know, be on what, covering whatever I was doing and then just go immediately leave and go to beer bars for seven hours and then go home and go to sleep for a few hours and then go do it again the next day. Um, but yeah, so sound of exclamation, uh, which I certainly had a few more times than I ever have, uh, watching the, the women on TV before. Um, mm. it was quite a weekend, uh, quite a, you know, in the end, a very disappointing weekend, but the eventful though eventful um you know two ot losses back to back uh first the usc game really looked like they were going to control that game uh, and they did for about uh probably 20 24 minutes or so and then like they got they built an eight point lead um they just kind of held the lead the whole game and then usc just went on a huge run and, and ended up taking their own like twelve point lead, but this team, man, they just don't. You know, Charlize Sledger Walker definitely has like a sort of a god mode that she like activates late in games because she plays like pretty. You know she she doesn't she doesn't force things. She just kind of lets the game come to her for like most of the game. But when the team needs it, like she just kind of turns it on. Like you can definitely see her aggression when she uh, needs it. And she's very impressive, and, you know, and plus, you know, they just hit shots, and they they really lock down defensively when they need to, and that's against USC. You know, they really limited USC down the stretch, and they were able to come back in that game, um, get the shots they needed. Uh, that game, the the ending of regulation in both were incredible, but, you know, it, in, in the USC game, you know, I I think you know I watched this one. I don't think you had the chance to watch. It. I don't know if you saw the highlights, but um, that was great. Like Ledger or Charlize Ledger Walker comes down and and you know gets the tie. You know drives to the bucket, gets fouled. They're down two. She hits both free throws pretty calmly, and then uh, she. It was crazy. They they pressured the inbounds. You know, in in uh in women's college hoops, they'll advance the ball like like they do in the NBA on a timeout. They advance to half court. So USC had a few, you know, six seconds left, and and Charlize just jumped up and grabbed the the inbounds pass, had a free run at the basket, and just right when she got into, she was in the middle of the lane, looked like about she was ready to go up for the you know the kind of the winning layup. There was only you know a couple seconds left got the ball poked away and had to heave. But man, I thought talk about a sound of exclamation. <laughs> when, Like I just screamed like Charlize, like right yeah. when she go, go Charlize, like when she stole that ball. Um, but yeah, unfortunately they just, uh, Bella Mercatete fouled out early in the overtime and, and they're just defense that fell apart and they couldn't, they couldn't stop USC. And, and even though, uh, Charlie's hit three threes, and the over time they, they just couldn't couldn't hang. But yeah, yeah I mean. couldn't
1: defend, couldn't defend. I didn't get to watch the USC game, uh, but I did write the recap, <laughs> running the running the uh, the basically just trying to write it off the play by play, and yeah. I was like, you're like, what the hell? The, you know,
0: messaging I, us like, what what happened in this? I'm like, what even happened here? here? I know. It's I like oh, it, don't we don't
1: determined forget. by the way that USC had. Screwed up their play by play. Yeah, <laughs> that everything made a little more sense after that. But yeah, super bummer. And then you know, and then UCLA. Uh, you know, they they just looked for most of the game. Uh, so I did get to watch that one. Um, and most of the game, really, they just looked tired.
0: Yeah, like, there's no lift on their shots. Yeah, and...
1: and they and by the way, they gave it a great effort on defense. Like they were from from the tip. They they were not. Um, you know, getting out work defensively or anything like that, uh, because they were tired. But but the offense was definitely suffering. Like the legs, the shots were short. Uh, you know, just things just did not look uh, smooth. And you know, and that happens from time to time. And they had already played played two consecutive overtime yeah. games. I think
0: I think Crystal Ledger Walker was started like one of eleven or something. Yeah, in that game.
1: So playing two consecutive overtime games leading into that, and and obviously there's some. Um, You know, college maybe it's not quite the same as playing two consecutive overtime games in the NBA or something, but still, it's you know two games and you know so. And and Charlize
0: like Charlize and Crystal like don't come out of the game. Yeah, they they played forty seven minutes or something. Yeah, Crystal played forty four and Charlize played forty five in the first game, and then and then I don't think either of them came out in the second game. Yeah,
1: so I'm watching this UCLA game and I'm thinking, well, you know, it's a bummer. Like, but totally expect UCLA is really good. Like, you know, top ten team. Um, you know, so you just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's a bummer and you know, their defense is playing pretty well, but they just can't make any shots and you know, whatever. And then the fourth quarter starts and apparently, uh, all of a sudden uh, God mode engaged. Like it just was sort of like, they just started clawing back and clawing back and clawing back. And, and, and it was really what it was, was UCLA just wasn't scoring, um, and it's they did not, not like they make were...
0: a field goal for the yeah. first night, almost nine minutes of the. They pr-
1: almost got shut out in the fourth quarter. They ended up scoring five points. Um, and three it, of if, those, if
0: not for the bank three, they might have gotten <laughs> shut out because yeah. they only their only points after that, or maybe they had one free throw before that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Uh,
1: it was wild, and it was funny. Like I jokingly it texted you and was like. I like our chances if UCLA doesn't score for the whole fourth quarter. Ha ha ha. And And then like it came really close to happening. (laughs) So uh, huge guts, huge guts to get that game at overtime. They really should have won.
0: So, you know, so the one. So first of all, they, they, they claw back, took the lead with just over a minute to play. Charlize went to the rack, scored. And then um i'm sorry it's charlie's i keep saying charlie's like it's just you know i gotta gotta cure my verbal tick there but it's uh but uh it's right after that you know they they have ucla pinned down take a tough shot at the top of the key bank three and then they come down and and they set up a great play they get bella a, a nice like mismatch on a on a guard down low and she just misses the bunny and you're like this is over bummer uh but ucla misses the free throw misses the one of the free throws so it's a three-point game and man like i was kind of pissed because ucla there's what there's two second two two seconds left yeah i think exactly two and ucla fouls before the inbound and there's no penalty for that yeah like Why not always do that? Like if there's two seconds left. So basically what you're the only way you can come back in that situation, down three shooting two free throws is a miracle. And holy shit, dude, they got a miracle. That was insane. Like I,
1: there there are so many people who argue for fouling while up three, right? Like that happens all the time. Foul. Why don't they just foul? Why don't they just foul? Well, now, you know, Now, you know,
0: (laughs) I will say it. So Charlize against USC tried an intentional miss and did a pretty good one, but they couldn't get the rebound. This one, she missed a little harder. Like, I don't know if that was in her mind. She missed it a little harder.
1: Well, she could not have missed it better. It was perfect.
0: Yeah. So it it dropped.
1: I don't know if she was trying, but.
0: I know she was trying to miss it. She absolutely was trying to miss it. I
1: don't know if she was actually trying to get it to bounce to the left and right into her sister's hands, who was crashing from the three-point line, and then her sister lays it up and then his time expires. I don't know if she was trying to do that. I don't know if they put that play on. I don't know if
0: you remember. Tony Bennett had, like, mastered uh, the uh, intentional miss, so maybe she channeled Tony Bennett. But it was just a... Incredible, I would not put anything past it, absolutely incredible play. Like, and, and it was just one of those plays. Like, oh, we gotta win now. We gotta win. You can't make that play yeah. and not win. Yeah. And they came out and they they took the lead early in the in yep. in overtime, and it just it just didn't happen. You know, it this didn't make the shots down the stretch that they needed to. After you know, claw you know you claw back from a it was at one point a sixteen point deficit late in the third quarter to come all the way back to take the lead and then lose it. And then make a miracle play. It's just like, how much more can you do? And, uh, yeah, it was just unfortunate. They, um, yeah. they, they just didn't have enough at the end. They uh, got killed by up. free throws. Yeah,
1: You know, they, uh, UCLA went, uh, let's see, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, seven uh, for seven on free
0: throws in the, in the, the overtime, in the
1: overtime. Uh, and also uh, Osborne, uh, oof, I forget. Hit a bunch of Osborne uh, charity. Uh, it's
0: like char- No, ch- uh, is it not charity? It's sorry. Something like that. I don't know these players as
1: well as I know the men. Okay, Osborne. Cut me some slack. And plus,
0: we don't have like Ken Palm to just like pull up and all their names are right there. Charisma. Uh, charisma. I know it was They're some like cool I was so name. close. Yeah, it's Char- sorry, charisma, charisma. My bad. So she's the one that banked the three, but then she she is she, the one who banked the three. She made some legitimate threes in the overtime. Uh, she
1: scored. Let's see: three, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven points in overtime. Yeah, yeah, it, and it was her. Um, she had an and one that was uh, that was kind of the killer yep um and then uh you know then we missed a shot or sorry had a turnover and then there was a fast break with a foul and and then ucla went up four um you know and then uh free throw for wsu and then a couple more free throws for ucla and then a three-pointer at the buzzer to make it look better than it was but
0: pretty pretty interesting uh both man rough both the women and the men had a make it look better at the buzzer three-pointer in, in yeah. the last two games of the weekend um but yeah so that was a bummer i mean if they if they if they pick off that U- ucla game like you might as well just like write them in for the tournament sure they still have yeah. work to do now for sure um, and things don't get easier yeah well that's that's hard <laughs> thing is um they're, uh. they're gonna have a you know that in terms of those like quadrant one games, they're going to have a ton of them because they're just going to have a ton of them in conference play. Yeah, but you you got to get some wins in those, and uh, which they do have they, one. They already do now. have one. It would have been really nice to have two, um, but yeah. they they got another at least one. Oregon State, I don't think will end up getting there. Um, but Oregon is definitely up there. That's going to be a tough game on Friday. Uh, Pac twelve network's interesting. The Oregon State game is not on. Broadcast anywhere, it just going to piss me off on <laughs> on Sunday. You know, like why 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 are we not getting to watch the game now? Like every other game is on, and but not yeah. that. Are, maybe there's like Oregon State has their own stream we can we can find or something. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, the Oregon game. You know, the, that's another game where they lost because of a bank three <laughs> early in the season. Oregon basically got the clinching three on a bank three. Um, I think they were up one and, and hit a three. Okay. It was either one or two and they hit a three to, to ice it basically. Um, and so, you know, this, these fucking bank threes, man, like I, they would have beaten UCLA in regulation if not for that bank three. Um, yeah. and then, you know, they would, they, they would have had a chance to be Oregon, um, earlier in the season. Um, Oregon state was ranked, uh, when they, they beat them, but they are not ranked anymore. Actually, Oregon is not ranked anymore they don't have them listed maybe they only put it after the fact well actually they don't have the ucla ranking either which is interesting they were doing it earlier in the season but aren't doing it later um but i think oregon is ranked i'm pretty sure they are ranked pretty highly um i think think they're like top 10-ish team and then oregon state though they they just haven't played that well this year but they definitely are a team that has talent so that's a tough game um so yeah and then of course they're gonna have the back-to-back stanford games which we'll talk about next week but um <laughs> both employment at least rough. um and wsu has never beaten stanford so better now than never yeah um, let's do that hey stanford that. lost to colorado who is not very good and who wsu beat pretty easily in colorado yeah. uh so uh that it's our know, time maybe they're maybe they're not invincible um uh, i did see that uh you know the, you know sometimes like Teams are just invincible, and Stanford's been like that. You know, I saw UConn won by, like, 70 points today or something. Um, so that's always a possibility. But I, you know, this team, uh, it just feels like with, like, Charlize and Crystal and, you know, and you got Bella down low as long as she's not in foul trouble. And uh, they just have, like, the players that can just – you know, keep them in games when they need to, or bring them back, you know, with, with the guards, it, you know, it's always been in, in college, you know, in, in men's college basketball, obviously i followed more, but I think it's the same, the true, it's true in, in women's as well, as that guard play is so dominant in college basketball. Um, so if you have good guards, you can compete with a lot of people. Um, you can, because if your guards are having good games, they're, they're hitting shots, like you, you, you're, you're going to be in it. So. But so that's what they're gonna need against Oregon, um and, and Oregon State. So really it'd be great if they could pick off Oregon. I mean if they can sweep this weekend, then they're gonna be in great shape. If they can get a split, that would be really good too. Yep. Um I I I, I wanna see them go to the tournament so bad. Like at yeah. this point, I'm s so, I am i am so Invest in this team like i i can't believe like how i was my I, I was losing my shit for that ucla game like i i kicked my daughter's blanket at one point and she got very mad at me <laughs> um i think after the bank three and i was i was yelling yeah. at the tv it, it, mind you this is what it like you know the middle of the day on a sunday and she's just like playing with her toys in the living room and i'm standing up in front of the tv and screaming at it and uh, she's just like, "Daddy, what's wrong?" <laughs> you know? And uh, but um, yeah, so that was so. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with this team. They're pretty great, and I hope uh, I hope they can keep it going this weekend, and you know, kind of build, keep building that resume, uh, you know, building that resume, and, and to eventually break that very very long tournament streak.
1: Yeah, it would be great. It would be great. And I think you know, I think they can do it, and I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty understood how tough the Pac-12 is. Um, I, I think it's kind of lame that they dropped out of the top twenty-five. I mean, I know that's how top twenty-fives work. Like you win, you move up; you lose, you drop. You know, it's it's fine. I, I actually think
0: it, USC but... is probably better than uh, their record too. Oh well, um, yeah, they play in they, they, the Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, they've they and they've won they they've won a bunch in a row now that they started poorly and now they've won like six in a row or something. And
1: so, you know, losing an overtime on the road to both of those teams, um, should not, if, if you're like, if you thought WSU was a top 25 team before, I don't know why either of those results would make you think they're not a top 25 team. But like I said, we know it's, pull momentum you win you move up you lose you move down and and that's pretty much yeah i think they'd have
0: to they'd have to sweep this weekend to jump back into the rankings which probably which definitely means a lot to them i mean you you saw how the 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 twitter account and you know everything around like you know just just it's a big deal and um i they mentioned on one of the broadcasts that cam cammy atherj had said like she had never been so busy like and you know there was, you know, the Athletic wrote an article about them. All these these articles written about them, um, so uh, which is really cool. Like WSU's women's team has never had that sort of attention. No. Um, nope. And I mean, their men's team has rarely had that sort of attention. So it's it's really cool to see it. And I you just got it. You you hope that they can. You know, that's the only bummer is you gotta you gotta keep getting the wins to keep that momentum going and and to kind of build that resume. And so you just hope. You know, because just playing the tough schedule at this point is not going to be enough. They're they're definitely going to have to win the games, and and it, the schedule is is tough. Like the rest of the year, like it's not getting any easier. So um, yep. now, better better you know, just get 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 some wins this weekend and 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 make the rest of your schedule a little easier.
1: Yeah, great. Yep, that would be great. Uh, let's see, football. Abe Lucas is back. Yeah, excited
0: about that. That's very good. Um, yeah. Best offensive lineman we got. But, you know, and uh, great to have him back protecting that blind side or front side. Sorry. Um, You know, (laughs) unless it was Cam and Cooper, maybe the blind side. Yes, Um, that is true. I mean, honestly, move him over to left tackle. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Don't worry, we got Liam. I'll be okay with that. I know it's maybe not that easy, but. Liam Ryan coming back. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, like, some of the NFL guys make it look okay, like. The tackles will switch, like because of injuries, and it doesn't seem like that hard. But, but yeah, yeah kicking, you know, kicking out, that uh, you know, ki- especially I think the hardest part is is pass blocking. You know, kicking yeah. out, you know, yeah,
1: that technique is yeah. is pretty different when you flip sides. Yeah. Footwork is you know flipped. So,
0: but yeah, Abe, that's you know we're just rambling now. But you know, obviously all all all, all conference offensive lineman who's definitely going to play in the nfl someday yeah it's huge and and i I, i'm sure he could have been drafted maybe he just wasn't going to get drafted where he thought you know maybe he thought coming back another year he can get more tape you know honestly like probably some more tape doing some different types of blocking that he wasn't doing under leach uh will be helpful for him yeah um so uh yay and then uh what else we got we got a a transfer cornerback from michigan state yeah um Is he playing right away? I can't. uh... I
1: think the assumption is that everybody's going to play right
0: away. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, so uh, Chris Jackson, uh, great name. He's got a good name. Yeah, great name for WSU. Does he want to play wide out? I don't know. Yeah, Um, maybe I don't know. uh, But, yeah, um, first of all, I got to say I I dig these uh, these Michigan State jerseys that they – the that are on like the the photo that we used like oh my god like Ugh. you don't like them
1: but... I think they're horrible
0: oh I think it's cool <sighs> man it's like it's like uh, it's basically like an Oregon jersey you know like, I guess
1: except like way worse I don't, I don't know, know man
0: I think it's pretty good I like the bright
1: colors the the neon like the greens just like it, I don't know, like, how this is possible, but it seems like the greens just clash. Like, like they just, like, to my eye, they don't really go together. But anyway, I don't know. And Michigan State, this is the thing. Michigan State's got a classic look already.
0: Yeah, they shouldn't fuck with it.
1: But... Like, they've got that, you know, the Spartan logo, the, the green and the white. Like, I mean, it's a good classic look. And then, so why are you throwing a, a highlighter on your you know, on your uniform, but well, yeah. So whatever j- to each their own.
0: So, uh, he's going to have some, uh, I don't know, you know, much, you know, much more our, much more kind of basic jerseys, which I like a lot. I, I like what we're doing with our jerseys right now, yeah. but they're basic. There's not going to be any highlighter. Um, no. you know, uh, no, yeah, no bright, bright colors. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he's gonna, he's already on campus. He's uh, going to participate in, in, you know, spring ball i i assume we're gonna have spring ball at this point uh seems, yeah. seems like we're just like full steam head is gonna do everything at this point seems there like it know. yeah um uh and and if and if you're charles barkley then well he says that the nba players should get their vaccines first because they pay more in taxes i
1: oh yeah that makes sense did you see that no, I didn't. But that so, sounds like but, something stupid that he would say.
0: Yeah, um, but anyways. But these guys don't pay taxes because they're uh, they don't have they don't get paid. Um, uh, but they, uh, but yeah, he he wasn't like a full time starter for them. Um, but a lot of a lot of Michigan State players transferred when Mel Tucker. Uh, yeah. Seems like there was a,
1: either a falling out or a purge, depending yeah. on, I guess, how you look at it. So, yeah, I mean, depth is good. He was a high three star kid. Um, I mean, know, which basically, is better
0: than a lot of our, you know, yeah. what our corners come in are. So,
1: I mean, basically if we had signed him, he would have been one of the highest rated players in any of our classes. So, yeah. um, so that's great. You know, depth is good there. Um, You know, the secondary was, you know, again, you know, a problem. Um, You know, so just some depth there. I don't know if they're, you know, thinking of him as a corner or potential safety. Um, It's tough to say. We did lose a safety today. Tyrese Ross announced he was transferring out. You know, maybe I, those two are related. I don't know. Could be. Um, I think it's probably more just related to. I, I think Aiden Hector is <laughs> locked into the spot that Tyrese Ross was was trying to win, right? Um, and and that you know that that's that's a tough deal. So I get it. Um, you know, I don't know where he's going to land. Best of luck to him. Um, you know, seemed like a good kid. Seemed like a hardworking kid. I always I always had a uh, I, my my dreams of him were always that he would be a Cam Chancellor type safety back there you know just knocking people over left and right but um that ain't gonna happen so you know good luck to him and uh you know it'll be interesting to see how the secondary shakes out i think i think you know watson and hector have locked down two of the four spots yeah for the sure. other two you know i don't know daniel isom was was kind of a mess for most of the year um someone's you know, got to and, and play george it. hicks was george hicks, i mean in fairness so. like
0: george Hicks just Hicks just got thrown at constantly because yeah. no one ever threw at Jalen Watson. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, kind of getting back to the senior thing, I think, you know, we go, Oh yeah, maybe it clicks for a senior and it, it kind of maybe didn't click for either of those seniors this year. So, uh, it'll be interesting well, to they have see an extra you, senior year. Yeah. And then now they have an extra senior year, so maybe it'll make a difference. I don't know. Uh, but you know, uh, can't, can't ever hurt to add a guy with, uh, with, you know, division one experience, uh, you know, to it, to a position of need. So, so those things are good. I mean, we, you know, we talked about the quarterback last week. Um, I don't think we ever really talked about the linebacker from TCU, uh, that ended up, you know, transferring and signing. So that's another guy, uh, another guy that we've added. Um, and he, he looks like a middle linebacker, which cross our fingers. Let's hope he can play. Um, yeah, so I yeah. think you know, Rolovich is doing kind of what we suspected after the early signing day. He's poking around the the transfer portal and looking for guys that can plug holes immediately. And
0: yeah, we definitely you know. need that for if we if 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 he wants to get you know winning record bowl game next year, there there are definitely some holes that need to be plugged. And yep. and, I, and I like I like that he's doing that. Yep,
1: and I yeah. and I think those. You know, quarterback, I think I think we both can agree that, you know, quarterback play could improve from what mm-hmm. it was this year. So whether that's uh, Delora being better or whether it's, you know, this kid from Tennessee, uh, you know, taking that spot, you know, I think I think we both can agree that quarterback needed to be better this year. Um, I think we both can agree that linebacker needed to be better this yep. year. And I think we both can agree that the secondary <laughs> need to be better this year. So I'm all for it. I'm all for all three of these.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think the offensive line was pretty good. And so I'm glad we're getting four of those five yeah, guys back. Yeah, we're getting back. four of the five Unfortunately, back. Unfortunately, Josh Watson has to retire. Um, yeah. uh, some we injuries. got a million
1: linemen, so hopefully one of them can play yeah.
0: right guard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope. I would think. A bunch of big you know? guys. Or maybe right one there.
1: of them can play left tackle.
0: <laughs> or man. Um, the
1: tackle can play guard where he belongs.
0: Where he is really good.
1: Yeah, like I I'm not like bagging on the kid. Like I, I just think he's been out of position and you know, he's he's certainly more uh more athletically suited to playing guard. So hopefully yeah. maybe that'll work. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Anything else? I don't know when you when you said that more athletically like suited to playing guard. We had talked about basketball for so long, I mean like, <laughs> I just me, I envisioned Liam Ryan playing guard
1: crossing someone over yeah, taking it to the rim dunking on somebody
0: 300 pound just dude do you just, think he can dunk i think he probably I, could i i think most uh six foot five football players can dunk yeah
1: yeah i tend to think so
0: i i've i definitely had to uh guard um calvin armstrong at the rec center <laughs> before and he could dunk like not impressively but he definitely could <laughs>
1: Like you're not a small man, but you're not Calvin Armstrong. Well,
0: yeah, I he's basically we're the same height, but he is he's like quite a lot stronger and larger. <laughs> uh, well when 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 I was in college, he was about a hundred and thirty pounds heavier than me. <laughs> like he's it was not fun. Like it was not yeah. there was this like there was this uh, group of uh of football players that would just play on court two and just like run the what so you didn't have it when you were in school but there's four courts in the rec center right right right. court one is just like ballers like i you know if i ever so we
1: played in the peb and it was like that there were two courts one court was for the ballers the other court was for guys
0: yeah so we had four courts so we had like you could just you could just go play any sort of game you wanted to play and you know that would have been nice um so i could use that so yeah but court two was usually like a pretty good game but definitely like a, a step down and and like there's this group of uh football players led by armstrong and they would just basically run court two for like a few hours and not lose because they were just, they were just division the they're division one football players right st- big and strong and athletic doesn't even matter how good they are at basketball they're just gonna nope. beat the shit out of everyone they're gonna get all the
1: rebounds yeah. and they're gonna put in all the putbacks and
0: Oh yeah, Garving, guarding Calvin Armstrong in the post was not a fun endeavor. <laughs> just not. He had a he had old man moves too. He had like the hook and the, you know the little baby hook and all that. So it's like, well, you're already muscling me, and then you got to just throw a little hook over my head too. So yeah. screw you, man.
1: Screw you, buddy. Yeah, not cool. That's funny.
0: But yeah, uh, football, yeah. basketball yeah all right man uh i don't think uh there's a lot left to talk about
1: Uh, i think we're there
0: pretty pretty big day for everyone listening to this on the day it's released yeah um yeah uh well i guess all we gotta say is uh go kooks yeah. Go. Oh wait, no. Wait, hold on. We got to do the plug what? things.
1: Oh, we'll, we'll we're so bad at this. You're the host. Do it. Oh, fine. I'm just like the. I'm just. I'm you're just, just like. A, the I'm the host. Who...
0: You're the guy that talks most of the time. Yeah, um yeah. Except for the, you know, if if I watched a game and you didn't. Um, That's true. Uh, yeah. Follow follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Craig Powers. Jeff is at Pod V S Everyone um i you can email me crap i haven't even checked it maybe i'll check it live right now um you can email me um at podcast everyone at gmail.com people have been emailing us uh um actually so uh mark you sent a question about uniform designs uh we'll get into that next week we didn't really get it unless jeff you feel like talking about uniform designs right now, but nah, we'll, we'll, get, really. we'll, we'll put that on the we'll put that on the ledger <laughs> for next week. Um, that so, sounds good. So thank you for that uh, question mark, and we'll we'll get into that. Um, uh, so um, we we kind of we mentioned the, the football uniforms today, but um, and we know that Jeff does not like those highlighter uh, state ones. No, um, from Michigan State, I do not. Uh, don't worry, I don't think that will ever happen at WSU. um but yeah so yeah give it you know rate us five stars uh subscribe if you listen to this and you haven't subscribed to it yet um and uh, we'll keep rolling through this basketball season and foot. you know we'll have spring ball to talk about it's gonna we're gonna be busy yeah do it we're talking about women's hoops now like that feels that feels an extra like half an hour so yeah if we have no problem giving you these (laughs) <laughs> hour and ha- hour and a half episodes, hour and forty minute episodes, over and over again yeah. every week. All right, all right, man, Jeff, for for real this time, go Cougs,
1: for real, go Cougs. Black Lives Matter.
0: Black Lives Matter.